Welcome to another episode of Melbourne Loop. I'm Caroline. The 8th of March is International Women's Day and to celebrate, we're chatting with some of the great women in disability. Today, I'm chatting with Trisha, who's on Melbourne's board. Today, uh, we're recognising and celebrating women, especially um, women working in disability. So, first up, you're a very busy woman. Absolutely. Uh, you, you run a consultancy providing disability and gender advice to government and businesses, and you're on countless advisory boards. How do you choose what to prioritise and what are you most passionate about? Well, I suppose um, gender and disability are the two things that I'm most passionate about. And I've just got a new job, so I'm now the Chief Accessibility Advocate to the Department of Transport to add to my woes. But I really am concerned about women's safety, especially women with disabilities. I'm concerned about employment of people with disabilities alongside our other people. Um, and I have a disability and I've always worked. Um, I'm 68 and I've just taken a, a, signed a three-year contract. So um, I can't see myself ever giving up work because there's, we still haven't empowered people with disabilities. There's still a lot of work to do. So, that, um, so you were awarded a medal in the Order of Australia for your advocacy work for people with disability. What motivates you to keep up the advocacy? the number of people with disabilities who still don't have access to the same things I have access to and the number of people who referred to me. So my advocacy work is my pro bono work. So I work to help women who have had their children removed because they have a disability and it's as a result of family violence. Um, I, keep, I advocate for those who are finding it difficult to get into the NDIS or maintain their funding. And that's not only for people with disabilities, it's about families who have just had their kids diagnosed with a disability. And it's, there's a grief period to go through and sometimes they don't know where to go. And so people refer people to me because they know that I can't say no. <laughs> I can find a way to, to fit them into my busy schedule. And so you advocate on their behalf to either have their children returned or to get adequate NDS funding. Is that, is that your role? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't do it. I, I help them to do it because you've got to empower people. You've got to give them the, the skills. I mean, some people can't and I, and I do that too. But mainly it's about telling people, this is what you need to do now. This is the best way to do it. And if you take that empowerment away from people, you're just setting them up for failure. I know there's a lot, but... What do you think are the biggest challenges facing women in Australia and especially women with disabilities? Well, uh, we still have this problem with the status of women. Um, so women with disabilities in particular, only 38% of members of the NDIS or participants in the NDIS are female. Diagnosis is based on male disability. So it means that women with disabilities miss out on the early intervention. So that's a problem. So for autism, for example, when with autism are diagnosed in their 30s and 40s. Far too late for early intervention, as you can well imagine. I think that um, we're still not as well educated. We're still not as well uh, employed and paid the same amount. But one of the things I will say is that all of the activists I know, or most of the activists I know, are female. Right? They're the ones who are pushing for better access. Um, and there's, there's lots of them. And this is what I say is that, you know, I, I'm where I am because of those women who have come before me who have paved the way for me to be where I am. And it's my role to bring the next generation along and make it easier for them. Wow. Well, from my experience working with you in other organisations, you're definitely doing that. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. 
look, I could talk to you forever, but I'm being told to keep it brief. So what gives you hope for women in the future and especially women with disabilities? Young women. And I see that they're so much more powerful than the women of my generation who are institutionalised. And so the, the younger women, and that's all women and women with disabilities, are standing up to say no. And that's, that's what gives me hope for the future. And I'm quite happy to pass the baton when the next generation is ready to take it. <laughs> Maybe after you're getting, a, getting a job at the age of 68. <laughs> Maybe after this one you might sort of wind down in the next 10 years, do you think? I can't, can't see it happening. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. I might as well keep working. <laughs> I guess you're not just, but um, for me, um, Grace Payne and Brittany Higgins really inspired me as the Absolutely. new generation of young leaders. Is that is that some of the people you were referring Absolutely. to? Absolutely, and I had to listen to their uh, to their press club uh, speech, and I was in bed listening to it, and I had to silently cheer because it didn't want to wake my husband up. But it was really, it was you think, yes, this is the, this is the way. And I've I've been working in the family violence sector for a long, long time. And, you know, I think, yeah, now's the time to stand up. When there's one comes forward, you'll find there's lots more. The same as the Me Too movement. Really like a tidal wave now. I don't Mm. don't feel like there's any way we're going to stop it. We're just going to keep charging and we're going to get equality. Well, until until people start realising that sexual harassment, sexual discrimination and sexual assault aren't on, you know. It's it's just it's yes. just not appropriate in any setting. Doesn't matter whether it's the workplace or where we live, in group homes, in um, workplaces. It's not on. We've not agreed more. Thank you so much. It was really really great to speak to you. You too. That was Trisha, Melbourne board member and leading disability advocate. For more information about Melbourne, go to melbourne.support.com.au. I'm Caroline, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel Melbourne Loop. Go to iTunes or SoundCloud.